You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome to On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armin. That is, that's A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z. For those of you who want to look me up, uh, Radio Victor on uh, Instagram, Radio Victor on Facebook. Uh, well, I'm, actually, it's Victor Armanderas on Facebook, <laughs> America's Web Radio on Facebook, America's Web Radio on YouTube, On Point with Victor on YouTube, um, Radio Victor Twitter, Radio Victor Instagram. Uh, look, look me up. That way you can be part of this show. And I highly encourage you to be part of the show, especially if you are still married to the letter D and you want to, uh, debate me or, or have some questions or, you know, whatever it is you would like to do. I want you engaged, um, and be part of the show. Can't do the show without you, and so thanks so much for listening. Thanks for all the new listeners that we're getting every week. Uh, we are just continuing. Well, you guys are continuing to grow this show, and uh, it's amazing. It's awesome. I'm humbled by it, and I can't thank you enough. Uh, but uh, there's lots and lots and lots to talk about. Uh, I. It's funny because we just had some great soccer tournaments, and ever so much, especially in the last two, two and a half years or so, um, politics, they just keep putting politics into sports. I mean, we, we can't get away from politics. And I know some of you are probably laughing because you're tuned into On Point with Victor because you want to hear my common sense and logic approach and analysis to the political news of the day. And, and that's what I'm here for and that's what I love to do. But when you are done with my show and when my show's over, or my, show, my, my show is over and you tune away, uh, when you, other shows you listen to, when it comes time for you to tune out of politics and maybe watch your favorite sports team, you don't want to hear more politics. If you're anything like me, um, look, I, I do research for, for my show and I watch other news items and other shows just to stay up on what's going on in politics. When I go to sit down and watch soccer, which is, a, a huge part of my life, uh, soccer and motorcycles and guns and fast cars. But but these are parts of my away from the chair, the political chair here, uh, this show. So when I'm away, that's that's what I do. And when I'm doing the soccer things, the motorcycle things, the uh, car things, the gun things, I like to keep politics out of it. The last thing I want to do is watch the women's national team play an amazing game with some really, really good talent that they have on that team. The last thing I want to do is see and hear politics, especially from the announcers. It's bad enough when the players start doing it, one or two players. Let's let's be honest. Not everybody on the women's national team should be grouped with the Rapino. Some of them actually do love the country that they're uh, playing for. Uh, some of them do love the country that they're actually representing. Some of them do love the country that afforded them this awesome opportunity to play on a team that represents this country. Um, so don't group that team in with Rapino or with uh, Allie, and I'm not going to remember her last name, You know these two bozos that decided that uh, they have such disregard for the flag, they would just throw it on the field, trample over it, while doing their little funky celebration that they were trying to do. But we'll get into that later. Uh, but my point here in this opening is, 
if any, hopefully, maybe some sports announcers will get, uh, maybe end up seeing this episode of my show, this this edition of On Point with Victor. My message to you is keep the politics out. We don't need a a, a sports commentator to tell us American loving people who want to watch a game, whether it be football, soccer, or whatever. We don't want an announcer telling us that, uh, or lecturing us in politics, or lecturing us in uh, how great Rapino is because she's able to play soccer and bring politics in. I, I mean, it's just ridiculous some of the stuff I heard the other day after the World Cup. Uh, but anyway, I, I <laughs> let me move on a little bit. I, I, I don't want to get stuck on this, but I, because of my love for the game of soccer, I have to comment on this. Um, on the good note, the men's national team, they, they played in their tournament. They were in the final. I don't, it wasn't as public as the women's national team because that was the World Cup. Uh, but the men played in a tournament as well on Sunday. They did very well. Probably one of the best games they have played since the, they had their new coach appointed. Um, nope. I didn't see any politics. So it was great. It was just great to sit there and watch the game. And, and that was a game chocked full of political surroundings because it was the United States national team versus the Mexico national team. So we could add a heyday with, with the political comments that could have made, been made in that game, but, but they weren't made. You know, that was a well played game. Uh, but, Let's move on. Let's get on. We've, we've got to get to the uh, on-point topics of the day, the on-point topic rundown. Um, so as I kind of alluded to, uh, there, there, there is some breaking news today. Uh, the, the U.S. women's national team looks like they're going to get invited to the Capitol. Uh, at least this is what uh, CBS was reporting. The truth of the matter is that Trump actually, uh, before they played that final, uh, he, he gave out a little invite, uh, probably as a response to Rapino's um, vulgar response to when a media, when a journalist asked her if she would go to the White House. Uh, so they've actually been invited. Uh, but but breaking news today, according to CBS, is that the women's national team would be invited to the to the Capitol. So let's see what happens, folks. Um, you know, don't hold your breath. Uh, all we can hope for is that um, let Rapino have her immature, pedantic fit, and let's hope that some players like O'Hara, uh, hopefully Alex Morgan, and some of these other players, let's hope that they appreciate what what they did in supporting, in representing the United States of America, and let's hope they understand that the the presidency is an office; it's historical. It, it isn't about the current president. It's about the history of this country. Uh, so let's hope that at least some of them will have the, uh, the mental aptitude, aptitude or the, the maturity level to, uh, to actually go and accept an invitation uh, from, the, uh, from the White House and the state capitol. So we shall see. We shall see. Uh, so I, I have, a, as we move on through the topic rundown, since I'm on the soccer uh, le- I have a question for uh, Megan Rapino, um, or, or, or maybe this is more of a comment. Uh, but this is something that maybe should be asked her: uh, Does she like winning? Maybe, maybe, just maybe, Megan Rapino is tired of winning because Donald Trump's policies, just like he said in his campaign, you know, when Donald Trump was running for for president for the presidency in uh, 2015, 2016. He kept saying, you know, we're going to win so much, we're going to win so much, you're going to get tired of winning. Maybe Megan Rapino is tired of winning 
maybe we're looking at this all wrong. Maybe she's just tired of winning. Uh, so maybe she didn't really want to win, but now she won representing her country. So it's another win for America. This isn't just a win for the women's national team. That team is the – there's a reason it's called the women's national team. It is the national team of the United States of America. So by winning that World Cup, America wins again. And by America winning again, the current president is Donald J. Trump. President Trump has another win in his column. Uh, maybe we shouldn't explain it that way to Rapino. That'll probably just blow her brain and blow her mind. And she's already angry. Uh, I don't know why she's so angry. Maybe somebody should ask her that question. Uh, so I can't help but ask, would, would she have rather seen that team lose? Would, would Rapino had rather lost because maybe she's tired of winning? She's tired of America winning. Uh, because folks, whether Rapino understands it or not, or whether she knows it or not, and I'm my guess is she is ignorant to a lot of historical facts, and she's ignorant to a lot of current facts, because the economy is winning, lowest black unemployment on record. That's a win. Lowest Hispanic unemployment on record. That's a win. The most women in the workforce here in the United States. There are more women working today than since I believe the 30s. Uh, it's it's almost a record if we haven't hit a record yet. Um, that's a win. Uh, we are balancing the trade with China. That's a win. We're stopping China from uh, stealing intellectual property. That's a win. Uh, we are making inroads with uh, Mexico on uh, that. Getting you know we get rid of the NAFTA and we're working on a new trade deal. That's a win. Uh, we've got a new trade deal that's part of that Mexico trade deal with Canada. That's a win. So. Folks, there's a lot of winning going on, and uh, I can't. So I can't help but ask: Is Rapino tired of winning? <laughs> that that should be the question that needs to be uh, to be asked her. Uh, you know, maybe 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 something got note uh, that um, during the semifinal game when she was benched. Maybe that's the real reason she was benched. I mean, was it really a hamstring? If it was a hamstring, that's the quickest recovery from a hamstring injury that I've ever seen. But uh, but those are just some questions that I want to ask here uh, on Point with Victor. Um, you know, they're, they're hard questions that you'll probably only hear get asked uh, by On Point with Victor. And, uh, the, 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 you know, the last thing I want to say about this, and, and this is something that out of all the dumb things that Rapino said – uh, what happened after the final, when the United States beat the Netherlands and the celebration started, and you had player after player after player running with the, with the United States flag, which is a great sight to see. Uh, they were so proud. They won for their country. They were representing their country. They held their flag, that flag up, the United States flag, and ran around the field with it. They wrapped themselves with it. I have no problem with that. I think it's great. But what Kicks me off to no end and, and just chaps my dairy air even more than the nonsense that Rapino mouthed off before the game was the fact that Rapino and I believe it was Allie and I'm not going to get her last name. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, they took the American flag and they didn't drop this flag, folks. They intentionally threw this flag down on the field. They threw the flag down on the turf. As soon as they got they they saw a camera and they wanted to do their little goal their their win celebration and their and hold up the trophy, which is all fine. But you don't take the American flag off your back or out of your hand and throw it to the ground. And not only did they throw it Rapino 
throw this to the ground, they stepped over it. And actually not over it. They stepped on it. That is such a disrespect for the flag and for the country that you represent. And again, if you're out and about in your own neighborhood or your own bar, whatever you are, do whatever you want. But when you're on the national stage on foreign land playing for the United States of America women's soccer team representing the United States of America, you don't take the flag of our country that men and women fight for on a daily basis, that men and women have bled for, that men and women have died for. You don't take that flag and just drop it willy-nilly like it was an old napkin on the ground and then step on it. You just don't do it. And I, I would love to see Rapino get uh, something, some kind of reprimand. Something should be done because that was, that was ridiculous. And she shouldn't be able to get away with doing that while representing the United States team. So there needs to be a price to pay for that. There needs to be... Uh, consequences for those actions. Now, on the positive note, I want to give a shout out to um, O'Hara. Uh, O'Hara promptly saw this flag being dumped on the ground, ran over, picked the flag up. She didn't stop to celebrate with Megan and Allie and whoever else was in that picture, which I think unfortunately was Morgan. But I don't think, to Morgan's credit, I don't think she saw what Megan did, what uh, Rapino did with the flag. Um, but to O'Hara's credit, she didn't stop to celebrate. She actually stopped to pick up the flag. O'Hara ran over, grabbed the flag, picked it up, and ran out of the, the site. It was as if she swooped in and saved that flag. She picked that flag up and then took off and got a far away from Rapino as possible. At least that's what I'm hoping she was doing. But she rescued that flag. So kudos to to uh, O'Hare. All right, folks, we're going to a break. You hang right there. We're going to move on with the topic rundown. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving call timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move timothy around town movers in my opinion are the best that's around town movers Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. 
Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Two on point with Victor, the place for common sense and logic, or I should say a common sense and logical analysis to the uh, day's political events. Um, this is on America's Web Radio, in case you forgot. Uh, again, America's Web Radio, folks, this is the uh, next uh, evolutionary step in uh, streaming radio. This is where radio is headed, streaming live, and we are if not the largest, one of the largest live podcast radio stations out there. So, folks, if you are sitting out there listening to me and you want your voice on this side of the microphone, you email gm at americaswebradio.com, gm at americaswebradio.com. Uh, you can be a sponsor. You can uh, maybe have your own show. You just got to email that email, gmail at americaswebradio.com, and uh, tell – Tell the general manager what your idea is, what your what kind of show you want to do, and who knows, you too could uh, possibly have a show. So, all right, I'm going to get back into the uh, topic rundown here. But, uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, I, I just had a listener um, who who said he he's he's he had no idea that uh, Rapino put that flag down on the ground and and stepped on it. And uh, I, I know it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe, and you're and you may not see a lot of it uh, on the media because they. You know the lamestream media is going to try to hide it. Um, you're not going to probably see these stories on CBS, ABC, NBC, uh, MSNBC, CNN. They're probably going to try and pretend that it didn't happen. But luckily, social media caught it, and it is out there. So if if Twitter, as long as Twitter and Facebook uh, don't shut it down and try and hide it, which let's face it, they probably will. But it's out there, and uh, you're hearing about it here on On Point with Victor. So I'm glad I could bring some uh, breaking news to some listeners out there who may not be soccer aficionados like myself. Uh, but you know what? When whenever somebody does something and, and just disrespects the team that they're on, I like to bring it to the forefront. Uh, so. Once again, though, I want to end this on a positive note and just thank you, Kelly O'Hara. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Kelly O'Hara. Thank you on behalf of all veterans out there, Kelly O'Hara. Thank you for picking up that flag, for having the the respect for the flag, the respect for the country, respect for your team. Uh, thank you for picking that up because uh, <laughs> you've got some teammates that – Let's just hope that uh, they're they're not on the team anymore after this. Uh, I, I have another listener that chimed in, and and he's hoping that uh, Rapino will be uh, nicely asked to, or well, Rapino will be nicely told your services are no longer needed. So we shall see. We shall see. You know, um, uh, <laughs> I promise I'm going to move on. But my last message, since somebody brought up that they would like Rapino to be asked to leave, um, Rapino. You're a 30-plus-year-old woman. It's time to grow the hell up. It really is. And, uh, and you know, when you're getting into your 30s, that's that's old for uh, for soccer age. So um, I doubt she'll be on that team anymore. Um, so hopefully she won't be able to disrespect the uh, United States team and her teammates any longer. 
So, all right, anyway, let, let's move on. I, I, I was going to get into a little bit of her foul language and things that she used in front of the media, uh, which the only thing I was going to say about that is she really shouldn't. I mean, there are lots of young girls out there who look up to the soccer team, and um, it's probably not the thing that uh, we want them to see is uh, Rapino running around dropping F-bombs every time she gets in front of a camera. Um, anyway, all right, all right, uh, that's, a, that's enough coverage for her. Again, thank you, Kelly O'Hara. You're awesome. Um, we here at America's Web Radio support and love Kelly O'Hara. All right, folks, on down to the, the uh, topic rundown here. So the Democrat field, here's some more breaking news for you. The Democrat field is starting to dwindle. Um, I, you may not have ever heard of Representative Swaldwell, <laughs> so, but there is a representative from California, the land of fruits and nuts, uh, and he was a candidate for the Democrat nomination of the of the presidency, um, or let's see, the you know, the primary. He he was in the race, one of the 250 that I think are running now on the Democrat side. Um, so Swalwell throws in the towel. This guy wasn't even registering on the polls, uh, and uh, I guess after the first debate, he figured. Boy, am I wasting my time. And uh, if you, the truth of the matter, folks, if you want to know why Swadwell Swad, uh, went ahead and jumped out yesterday, is because he has an election coming up. He's a current representative, and he doesn't want to lose. Uh, so instead of having the, the fortitude or the dedication to jump in with both feet and, and, and really stick by his so-called convictions and give everything he's got to run for pr- the presidency. Oh, no, no, he can't do that. He had to keep one foot in his current representative seat. So now he figures, well, I, I'm not going to win the nomination. I better start concentrating on my district. And, oh, I don't know, maybe representing the people that you're supposedly represent. Uh, so that's what he's doing, folks. He's, he's going to start campaigning for his, uh, congressional seat so that's the truth um you know if he says anything else then he's just not being honest with you uh so but uh but that's he's out so that's one down uh and as i predicted uh, right here on this show um on the on point with victor show as i've been predicting now for over a month or two biden is not going to get the nomination uh biden just he had a horrible week after the first debate and then this past week, he just continues to fall. Um, he he had a pretty awful week, so now he's out on an, another apology tour. Joe Biden can't get out of his own way, which Joe Biden has never been able to get out of his own way. This guy's a gaff meister, gaff maestro, I should say. Um, he's not going to be able to get out of his way, uh, folks. He. For those of you that are younger listeners out there, or for those of you who maybe not just be up to date on on a lot of history, uh, Biden's run for president twice, uh, and he doesn't usually make it to the first primary. I believe he made it to Iowa once, uh, and then he was out after that. Um, Look, folks, he's a gaffe machine, and he has history. Uh, Biden cannot erase his history. Biden was not for desegregation. Biden was a pro-segregationist, as were many, many, and most of the Democrats. Um, for those of you out there who think that you're a, you know, you're sitting around because you're a black person or a Hispanic person, and you're supporting the Democrat Party because you think they're for you, 
you really, really need to learn the history of the Democrat Party. I mean, you really do. And some of this is going to come out. You know, it's hilarious to me that we've we've had years and years of, of Biden in the Senate. We had eight years of Biden uh, s- sitting as vice president to Obama. And none of this stuff came out. Very little of it came out. But now that Biden has, oh, I don't know, 200 opponents in this uh, all vying for the nomination of the Democrat ticket, now you're starting to see Democrats turn on each other. And I predicted this would happen. You know, the the Ocasio-Cortez side, the the Cortez wing of the Democrat Party, which which is this – it's not a new wing, folks. This is what if you hear you hear from some of my colleagues in the radio business, you're you're hearing this new side to the Democrat Party. Cortez's side of the Democrat Party is not new. It's just the veils coming off. Cortez is a young ideological um, millennial who doesn't know how to be quiet. Uh, she doesn't know how to how to sugarcoat her beliefs. You see, she comes from a world of you get a participation trophy. She comes from the world of there are no losers. She comes from a world of competition is bad. She comes from a world of everything she's done, she's been told she's the best at. And so now she has been elected into Congress to a party known as the Democrat Party, and she's running around going, well, I'm right, you're wrong. Why should I hide my beliefs so the veil is off? So that's when, when I talk about the, the new wing of the Democrat Party run by Cortez, I'm talking about the veil being off. The light – Cortez is shining the light on the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party has gone socialist well beyond 10 years ago, 10, 20 years ago. They just covered it up. Uh, and if you don't believe me, go back to Obama's uh, – when he gave his, his uh, acceptance speech or his inaugural speech – um, or when he stood in that stadium and said that he, he the, the seas would no longer rise just because he was elected. Uh, go back and listen. He sounded like a conservative. Or better yet, better yet, do this. Do this exercise. This is an on-point-with-Victor exercise. Go find the transcript to some of Obama's speeches while he was running for president back in 2007, uh, back in 2008. Uh, look at the transcript when he – in his inaugural, inaugural address. Read the transcripts so you don't hear his voice. Read it for yourself. If you didn't know it was the words of President Obama, you would think it was a conservative speaking to you because the Democrats never like to tell you what they're really doing. They never want to tell you what they're really up to. Uh, but that's that's going by the wayside now with the uh, Cortezes of the world, the Omars of the world, the uh, – oh, I'm going to forget the other – Tlaib uh, of the world. Those young whippersnappers, let's just say, who have gotten elected just this past year, they're running up there, running around, and they don't want to hide anything. They want socialism. They think that the, they think socialism is a wonderful thing. They, hell, some of them think communism is, is all right. Some of them think Sharia law is good. Uh, these people are running the show in Washington right now. Pelosi has, has all but lost control. And it's pretty funny because you're about to see a big, big, big battle unf- unfold between Pelosi and Cortez. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch. But what's happening now, getting back to the Biden problem or Biden's problem, is 
the other candidates, the Kamala Harris, the uh, Focahontas, uh, the fake Hispanic O'Rourke, um, Booker, uh, you know, the, the Spartacus, uh, they are turning their laser focus attacks on Biden. And what they normally would do to Republicans, they're starting to do to Biden. So Biden's record is coming out. Uh, Biden can't run from the record. He can't hide from the record, especially when his own side uh, is starting to put this out. And they're starting to tell the American people about Biden's record. So um, we're going to go to another break and we'll get into a little bit more of this. And then we'll, we will move on with the uh, on point uh, topic rundown in just a second. You hang tight. We will be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. This is Dr. Susan Blank, host of Detailing Addiction on America's Web Radio. Please join us at 4 p.m. on Tuesday afternoons. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works. 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. You're listening to On Point with Victor, your common sense and logical stop. Uh, this is where you're going to get nothing but common sense and logic, uh, or logical analysis, I should say, to the events of the day, the events of the week. Uh, you know, we can hardly keep up. There's so much news happening out there. Uh, so I want to take a second. Uh, you know, we've got such great listeners out there. I can't thank you enough. Uh, at a listener chime in. And he made a great point. Uh, this listener pointed out that because of Trump's style, because of Trump being elected, and because Trump's not afraid to fight back, you know, Trump is n- no way, shape, or form a a Republican or or a typical Republican. The guy actually does fight back. And I've mentioned before, Donald Trump is a CEO. He's not a politician. Donald Trump doesn't know how to kick a can down the road. 
he wants to solve problems and by doing that he his reaction when he's attacked by political figures or the media his reaction is to is to push back his reaction is to well okay if you're going to say something stupid i'm going to point it out and that and his reaction is not one of politics and and I, and i think that is a great thing and it's a great point that the listener pointed out because of trump's style he is also a big reason that the veil has come off the democrats because what what trump has figured out is the democrats of today and the media will oppose everything that he does or their everything he says they will oppose so it was nothing less than brilliant when donald trump he put together the fourth of july celebration that speech he gave didn't have one partisan word in it it wasn't even a political speech it was a let's be pro-America and appreciate the history of the country and how far we've come. That's what the speech was about. The speech was about unity. The speech was, hey, we're all Americans. All of us are Americans. You may not have voted for me, but we're, you're still an American. That was the, the tone of that speech. And with that, Trump was able in one day to get the left, the Democrats, the Socialist Democrats, the Democrat Party, and the leftist media, the lamestream media, he was able to get all of them to actually come out against the 4th of July, against the independence of this nation. Uh, that's pretty brilliant to me, folks. I, I mean, it makes me laugh. I mean, I had to stop uh, on the 4th when I was watching what was going on, and, and then it dawned on me. I said, man, President Trump just got the Democrat Party and the lamestream media to come out against the 4th of July. I, I tell you, it's 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 pretty brilliant, some of the moves that he makes. It's it's pretty funny. So, But thanks to that listener. And then we had, an, I had another listener point out that the women's national team gets taxpayer-funded. I, mean, I mean, they do get taxpayer dollars. Um, I don't know to the extent. I'm not sure. But they do. And um, so this this listener pointed out that uh, if if the team doesn't go if they turn down the 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 invitation to the White House uh, the invitation to the Capitol then they're basically spitting on the taxpayer uh, they're disrespecting the taxpayer and which is their fan base so you know again that, that's a great point from a listener I, I you guys are awesome out there so thanks again for listening so all right let me move on a little bit um, you know maybe maybe this is a good second here. Uh, and, and uh, to do a little econo- economics lesson, you know, we hear constantly, constantly, and again, you know, instead of just being happy and celebrating that the the the, um, the national United States national team won, the media and some of the players have to make it political by running around screaming, um, "Equal pay, equal pay, equal pay." Well, maybe we need equal education. <laughs> maybe we need. Um, an equal historical lesson or or a lesson in economics. Uh, just let me tell you this real quick, folks. The men's national team, the World Cup, the men last men's World Cup brought in four billion dollars plus in revenue. Four billion dollars plus in revenue. The women's World Cup brought in seventy three million. That's not chump change. Seventy-three millions is awesome. Seventy-three million is a lot of money. The women's soccer is really making inroads and they're growing, but the revenue is seventy-three million compared to four billion plus. The men's team gets nine percent, nine percent of that four billion plus. The women's get thirteen percent of the seventy-three million. 
So in reality, the women are getting paid a bigger percentage of a smaller pie. But that's how economics works. And somebody needs to let uh, maybe let some of these players know uh, that revenue matters. Uh, we can't just pull money out of our derrieres and say we want to pay you more. If you're not earning it, you can't make it. That's just the way it is. Socialism isn't going to rule sports. <laughs> I mean, it's just not. Um, people have to be paid. Money has to be earned. And there are a lot of other people that are involved that have to be paid, including the FIFA prima donnas uh, council out there. They get their cut, too. Uh, but anyway, all right, let's move on. So Biden is, is on his way down. They're going to take him out. Like I told you before, folks, don't buy into this mess. The media has chosen Biden. They want Biden. The, the establishment Democrats, the Democrat establishment wing um, that pretends to be moderate, they want Biden. But they're not going to get him. And the Cortezes of the world, that wing of the party, they're going to crush him. And uh, the more and more information that comes out about Biden, I mean, folks, they're <laughs> we I, I don't even know why Biden ran again. We have video recordings that, you know, recording and voice recording and audio video that's been around a long time. And there's a lot of video of Joe Biden saying some pretty stupid things, pushing for some stupid uh, bills pushing for stupid laws it's all out there and it while it was all buried during the eight years he was vice president it isn't going to stay buried now now that he's trying to get a nomination for the democrat party and he's got competition they aren't going to hold back so so just keep your eye out and you heard it here on on point with victor biden's on his way down trust me um so biden if i could speak to you for a moment <laughs> you're done uh, you're just you're just done. Even the Obamas won't show Biden any love. Um, Michelle Obama was on some show the other day. I think it was yesterday. Uh, and and the the moderator, or I shouldn't say moderator, but the the uh, whoever show it was asked Michelle straight up uh, about Biden. She she opened the door for Michelle to praise Biden. Not only did Michelle Obama not praise Biden, she said her and Barack, and this is her words, not mine, her and Barack are going to sit by and watch and allow, they're going to allow the process, the primary process to work itself out. So Biden, you just got thrown under the bus by the former president of the United States and the former first lady. So, uh, Biden, I know you may not know it, but you should know it because I know it. The American people know it. I'm pretty sure everybody knows it. <laughs> uh, you're done. You're not going to be the nominee. Uh, the Obamas have decided that they don't want you to be the nominee. Uh, uh, that's the way I took what I saw yesterday. So, uh, so I got news for you, Biden. You're, you're, you're done. And I got some more news for you, for you, Joe Biden. Um, Russia meddling. So get this, folks. Get this. Joe Biden had the audacity the other day in a uh, press conference that was, he was asked, uh, something about the meddling. Russia meddling came up and he had the audacity to say, uh, that this wouldn't happen under a Biden Obama White House or a Obama Biden White House or a Biden whoever White House. He actually said it wouldn't happen. Well, folks, including you, Biden, 
the Russia meddling did happen under your watch. It happened under the Obama-Biden watch. Donald J. Trump wasn't elected president until the end of 2016. And if Biden and all the Democrats and the media are telling me that the only reason Trump got elected was because of Russia meddling, then the Russia meddling had to happen before Trump was elected. And the president before Donald J. Trump was Obama and the vice president was Biden. So the meddling had to happen before Trump was elected. So the meddling happened, say it with me, under the Obama-Biden watch. So I don't know who Biden's trying to fool, but this will be some great ads that the Democrats can use against him because uh, he just made him he just made a fool of himself again, <laughs> which for Biden is almost a daily basis. Uh, so anyway, so Biden, you're, you're, you just go on with your gaff stumbling self because uh, you're going to gaff your way right out of this race. Yeah, but there, but your opponents are going to take you out with some uh, political daggers anyway so um so biden hey it was a great shot great good try uh but uh, kamala harris is making a charge and uh, focahontas she's making a charge and uh, bernie sanders he's not going away he he has fallen too don't get me wrong uh, you know bernie sanders won't change his message his message is just, uh, we gotta get free healthcare, uh, free, free car. There's gonna be a free car in every driveway. You gotta have free food, free healthcare. Uh, that's Biden. That, I'm sorry. That's, that's Sanders message. So he's starting to fall too. I mean, we're, we're really, really, really starting to, uh, get into a race between Kamala Harris and, uh, Focahontas. Um, and there may be someone else, you know, Buddha judge. I, he look, uh, I, I don't see it happening for him either. But, uh, but anyway, <laughs> we're gonna, we'll move on a little bit. So in my topic rundown, I have also, um, just a little example I wanted to give you of, of some of the stuff Biden's gonna run up against. Uh, the last time Biden ran for president, he is all over, and this is on video, this is audio, you can look it up. He's all over the place saying that, uh, illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, that illegal immigrants are are the reason why cities were starting to see an increase in poverty, that they were seeing uh, lower property values, that they were seeing uh, people fleeing cities. He said this was all due to illegal immigrants, illegals coming over the border. That was Biden's view the last time he ran for president. And now Biden has just – he just thinks people aren't going to look this stuff up. And he thinks the media is going to be on his side. Well, like I said before, the other candidates aren't going to be on his side. So, so this stuff's coming out. And uh, now Biden's running around trying to blame Trump for the illegal aliens and the illegal immigrants and saying that uh, the Republicans are so mean to the illegal immigrants. And now Biden wants to give free health care to illegals. So that's a pretty big change from when he ran from president before and to where he is today. Uh, so it's just another problem for Biden. So, um, like I said before, Biden, you're done. So, so okay, the next item here on the list today, and, man, I am going to get to all three items today because these were the big items today. Uh, the next one is Jeffrey Epstein. Folks, if you don't know the name Jeffrey Epstein, if you don't know the history of Jeffrey Epstein, uh, look him up because uh, this is not a good dude. I, he's an interesting guy. I, I will say this. The guy is a uh, – 
he's he's enthralled with mathematics. He loves physics. He he put he gives a lot of money to a lot of liberal colleges, uh, uh, a lot of physics uh, professors. He invites to his uh, millionaire uh, or million dollar mansions. Uh, he he courts a lot of uh, physicists. Uh, it, it's it's that part is is pretty interesting. The problem with Epstein, well, let's go to break, and then I'm going to get into, and I'm going to tell you <laughs> the problem with Jeffrey Epstein. So you hang tight. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. You're listening to you On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business practices, and fascinating business professionals to get an insider view of how America works. The Business Hour, from 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, folks. You're tuned in to On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armanderes. Go find me and follow me, please, on uh, Radio Victor, Instagram, Radio Victor, Twitter. Uh, find America's Web Radio. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. America's Web Radio uh, on YouTube. Find the channel and subscribe, please. That would greatly, greatly help us. Um, we can't do this show for free, folks. Um, we do have to make obscene profit, and uh, that's... You know, we are capitalists here, so we believe in the American way. Um, all right, folks. So Jeffrey Epstein, like I said, go look him up if you don't if you don't know him, uh, if you don't know if you're not familiar with him. But but go look him up. So let me tell you why Jeffrey Epstein has a problem. Let me tell you why the Democrats are about to have a big problem, and let me tell you why the media. In, in a matter of days, is going to bury this story. Let me tell you why, by 
probably the end of the week, maybe next week, the media is going to try and make this story go away. And some of you who are really astute and up on the news are probably going, but, but Victor, they're trying to tie Trump to Epstein. They're trying to tie Trump to Epstein, so they're going to make this a big story. Look, folks, <laughs> they, they can try to tie President Trump to Epstein. They're going to fail miserably because Trump doesn't have ties to Epstein. The dirty little secret is he really doesn't have ties. And while they're trying to to tie Trump to Epstein, the truth about Epstein and some of these names that are going to come out, look, there are millions and millions and millions of dollars being paid to a lot of lawyers right now of panicked politicians, panicked Hollywood people, um, a lot of panicked people on the left who they do not want their name to come out who visited this island that Epstein owns. So one of the things you'll find out when you look into Epstein is he, he owns an island. And, and folks, it's terrible, but the nickname for this island is Rape Island. Um, there's a reason for that. And he has been, you know, the law enforcement's gone after him before. This isn't the first time he's been sent uh, to jail. Um, and now they raided, and uh, look, they basically raided his home and they found underaged girls. They found pictures of underage girls. They found. Uh, there's a lot of things folks are finding, and it's all going to go back to this island that he has. Um, the sad part about this is it's it amongst the Democrat Party, amongst a lot of Hollywood leftists, this was not a secret. Uh, amongst the the millionaire left and the billionaire left in this country, amongst that group, it wasn't a secret what Epstein was doing. That's what I want you to, to remember and to think about. As you learn more about this, this story and as you do some research on your own, remember the fact that Democrat politicians and probably some establishment Republican politicians and a lot of the left, the liberal left Hollywood crowd, they knew what Epstein was doing. They knew what this island was about. And they did nothing about it. They said nothing about it, uh, folks. This is going to be. This is going to get ugly if it does come out. If they do release some of these names, um, it's it's going to. It's this is going to be devastating to a lot of people. And that's why I'm telling you, uh, there are millions and millions and millions of dollars being spent right now with a lot of lawyers to try and keep certain names from being made public. Because there are people running scared in Washington and Hollywood and and amongst the one percent millionaire leftist group area club, um, they're running scared right now because they don't want their name to be released uh, uh, be, uh, being associated with uh, with Epstein. Uh, because a lot of them were folks. Now let me tell you, let me tell you how they're going to try. Let me do this first. Let me tell you how they're going to try and 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 connect Trump. So there is a picture out there, and it's Trump, Melania, it's Epstein, and and one of uh, uh, Epstein's, I believe it was the girl he may have been dating at the time. There's a picture out there because Epstein did come to a a fundraiser or some kind of get together at uh, the Marlago the Marlago Golf Club, which is owned by Donald Trump. 
So, of course, there is a picture with Trump and Melania and Epstein. They were, they, they were standing together and talking, whatever they were doing when you, when, when you have these million dollar club, uh, uh, fundraisers or, or whatever it was. Uh, maybe it was a million dollar, let's pat ourselves on the back. Uh, there was a lot of liberal elite at that party, which the media is going to try to hide. Um, remember folks, Donald Trump was not a Republican. Donald Trump, for most of his life, was a Democrat. Now, whether he was a true Democrat, which I don't think he was, um, I think he played the game that you have to play in New York. Now, do I think Donald Trump is a is a is an ideologue, a a a Republican ideologue? No, he's not. Donald Trump is just a guy who's this is what works, this doesn't work. Uh, I actually think that is probably the best type of politician to have, uh, if you want to call him a politician. But anyway, so there's a picture out there. That's how they're going to try and tie Trump. But let me tell you what they're not going to tell you. Donald J. Trump, shortly after that Malago picture that you're going to see the media throw around, shortly thereafter, Donald J. Trump put a ban. He banned Epstein from Malago forever. He banned him. And the reason why he banned him is because... There was an alleged assault, sexual assault, on an underage worker at that club made by Epstein at Malargo. When Trump was told of this, he quickly banned and kicked out Epstein. He kicked Epstein out of Malargo. Are you going to hear this on the media? Probably not. Are you going to hear it here on On Point with Victor? Yes, you will. Because we don't play politics here. This is common sense and logic here, and I'm going to tell you the facts. So Donald J. Trump, who they're trying with a picture to connect to Epstein, Donald J. Trump, who's never visited the island of Epstein, Donald Trump, who's never really had much association with Epstein other than this picture of this fundraiser or whatever it was that was at the the club, Marlago, Donald Trump's club. They're going to try and use that picture, but what they're not going to tell you is he kicked Epstein out of the club. Not only did he kick him out, he banned him for life because of an alleged assault on an underage worker at that club. So Donald Trump stood up for the worker. Donald Trump didn't try to bury for uh, for a fellow millionaire billionaire Donald Trump didn't try to bury the story and cover up and protect a fellow millionaire billionaire no he didn't who does that on a daily basis though folks your friendly neighborhood democrat politician and establishment republican they will cover their derrieres uh, you would think the republican party and the democrat party were one when it comes to covering up sexual scandals and other scandals in washington um, they'll cover themselves up and protect themselves quicker than than, uh, than you can say pizza. Uh, but Donald Trump didn't do that. Donald J. Trump, as a citizen, he threw the guy out. He stood up. He stood up for the worker. He stood up for the worker who was allegedly assaulted. So that's that's the thing you're not going to hear. So let me tell you what else they're going to try to bury. So I told you about this island that Epstein has. So folks, it's no secret. Epstein had underage girls at this island, and they were there to perform sexual acts, massages, whatever, a a group of things they were there to do for his millionaire buddies that he took to this island. Now, folks, there is one prominent politician. There's one prominent 
former president of the United States who in two years took 26 trips to Epstein's Island. There are airplane flight logs of 26 times. Folks, that is two times a month that this prominent politician, former president of the United States, got on an airplane and went to this island known as the Rape Island, an island that everyone knew had underage girls on it. Not all the girls were underage, but it had underage girls on it. But the island was used for sexual favor. The island people they went with Epstein there so they could have sexual fantasies played out. Now, not all of them were with underage women. I don't know that for a fact, but what I do know is there were underage women there, and I do know that this island was used as a millionaire getaway uh, to have some fantasies fulfilled. Folks, that president was Bill Clinton. I know you're all surprised. But Bill Clinton, in a two-year period, 26 times he went to that island. Now, folks, knowing Bill Clinton's history, why do you think he was going to that island? So here we have a real Democrat politician, former president of the United States, who we know was 26 times went to that island. We also know there's a whole list of names of other prominent figures that have been to that island. Now, whether those names will come out or not, who knows? It depends on how good the lawyers are and how much money they want to spend. But we do know that Bill Clinton, 26 times. So the media is going to try to convince you that Trump is an awful guy because he's in a picture with Epstein. But you're not supposed to think Bill Clinton or you're not even supposed to know that Bill Clinton went to this island 26 times. Physically went to the island. Donald Trump never went to the island. In fact, Donald Trump kicked... Uh, Epstein out of his club. So so keep that in mind when you're watching the news because you're not going to see this reported on CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS. Uh, they're going to try and bury the Clinton story. They're going to try and bury any other, all the other prominent Democrats who have been in the Hollywood left, who have been to this island. And they're going to try to convince you that, well, that oh, well, Trump was in a picture. Uh, that that was bad. They're going to convince you that that was worse. That's worse than actually going to the island and actually hanging out with Epstein. What they're also not going to tell you about Epstein, he's a lifelong Democrat. He votes Democrat. He gives money to the Democrats. He raises money for the Democrats. You're not going to see Epstein uh, at the conventions or anything like that. But behind the scenes, he is a well-known Democrat supporter, uh, well-known Democrat voter, well-known Democrat money giver. Um, they're also probably not going to tell you that. They're going to try and convince you that Epstein was a Republican and that he hung out with Trump, which is just not true. Uh, but what is true is Epstein has a black book full of prominent Democrats, prominent Hollywood left. Uh, and, and look, folks, there, there may be some establishment Republicans in this black book, too. Um, there are a lot of people that went to this island. Uh, so... I want you to understand why I call the media the lamestream media and why I talk about today's Democrat Party not being yesterday's Democrat Party. Today's Democrat Party is no longer the Kennedy Democrat Party. If you were a a Kennedy Democrat like my father was, um, you can't be a Democrat today. John F. Kennedy would be kicked out of the Democrat Party today. So 
I want to leave you with that, folks. Go do some research on Epstein and then ask yourself if you can remain married to the letter D because it might be time to divorce the Democrat Party. It might be time to walk away. All right, folks, that's it for this week. You've been listening to Victor Armendariz on point with Victor. Uh, stay tuned. We've got a killer show coming up next, locked and loaded with Roger B. Uh, go to America's Web Radio. Check out the show list. We've got a great schedule there. We've got great shows. Um, you're going to want to listen to all of them, folks. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned. Locked and loaded up next. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.